Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 208. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, as an ambitious entrepreneur, do you often find yourself trying to burn the candles at both ends? You're just so busy that sleep and looking after your health and wellness, well, that's not something that you're really focused on. According to my guest, following the typical model of hustle at all costs and placing your health on the back burner, that's actually working backward. And joining me today is Julian Hayes II. Now, after briefly pursuing the dream of becoming a doctor, Julian left after one year of school to pursue a bigger purpose, which was striving to make his impact in the world through inspiring busy entrepreneurs and business owners to treat their health as an investment, not an expense. Now on today's show, Julian's going to share why sleep affects your health and wealth and three tips to immediately improve your sleep and double your energy. Can't wait to learn more about this one. The number one factor for why people don't stay consistent with their health goals and how you can immediately prevent this problem, as well as how to develop a peak performing mindset that transforms your health and your business. Welcome to the show, Julian. Hey, Anne-Marie, how's it going? Thank you for inviting me on this show. I'm happy to be here. This is such an important topic. I know as ambitious entrepreneurs, the word hustling is something that often we, we do say, but you know what? If we do that to the exclusion of our, of our sleep and looking after our health and our bodies, unfortunately, and I shared this quote just recently on Facebook, we could be hustling ourselves to an early grave, unfortunately. It really is that serious, isn't it? Yeah, we don't neglect our health and our sleep just because we we know that, but we're coming from a good place Mm -hmm. when we're going about this because we're trying to make our impact in the world. We're trying to get our business off the ground. We're always trying to do something else. So it's oftentimes just being a little more selfish with ourselves. Why I share this is I've got another show called the Women in Leadership podcast and a number of the women, particularly when they got to a level of seniority in their career, they were trying to work, keep up with their male counterparts or even some of the other women on their team too. They neglected their health and their sleep and their wellness to the point where they got really life altering diseases. And, you know, one was cancer, the other had a hole in her head. Oh, it was incredible. The stories we really need to be mindful yes we could be doing uh, our work and and you know obviously hustling because we want to make an impact but we need to be mindful of all areas of our life let's talk about sleep affecting our health and wealth and the three tips to immediately improve your sleep and double your energy I've got my pen poised what do we need to do Julian (laughs) (laughs) all right 
So when we think about sleep, you want you want to think of it as the foundation to building a house. Mm-hmm. Or if you're looking at one of those pyramids that we see all the time, you want to think about sleep being at the very base of that. Because sleep is the greatest currency that you can possess to transforming your life, to transforming your business. So let's separate the health and wealth part. So let's go down the health path first. When we think about sleep and being sleep deprived, the reason why that is such a bad thing for us is because it's going to lead to being overweight. It's going to lead to potential metabolic issues such as diabetes and weight gain. And in fact, I just saw this a couple of weeks ago and I saved it to my Evernote. There's a recent study at the University of Leeds in the UK that tested a group that slept for six hours, a group that slept for seven and a half hours, and a group that slept for nine hours. And to no surprise to me, the group that slept only six hours had a larger uh, increase in their waist circumference and mm-hmm. other health issues. And the reason why is because there's two big issues for being sleep deprived and why that is a problem for us. It's our self-control is going to go down. That leads to not being as disciplined. That leads to binging on foods, not making as good decisions because we're not fully aware. We're not there. And this small dip, when you think about six hours of sleep, it doesn't seem like a lot. Oh, I'm just going to get rid of one hour of sleep. It doesn't seem like that a lot. But if you add that up over the course of time, that's a huge sleep debt that you are accumulating. And that's going to add up over time. And there's two big hormones when you think about your sleep. The first one is ghrelin. Think of this as the traffic signaler to tell you when to eat. And so when you're sleep deprived, that hormone specifically is going to increase in your system. So that's going to ramp you up and signal to your body that you're hungry. And so Mm. you're going to have these extra cravings for food. And that's going to lead to more eating as well. And on the opposite end, I like to call its tag team partner, you're going to have another hormone called leptin. Think of that as the appetite controller and regulating your metabolism. So when you're sleep deprived, that leptin is going down. So instead of your brain telling you to signal that you're full, Mm -hmm. you have less of that in your system. So you're not getting that message to you that you're full. So you're going to keep eating more. So you have one hormone telling you to eat more. And the other one's not there to be around to say, oh, stop, you've eaten enough. And so that's one of the problems that leads to that weight gain there. And uh, when it comes to our wealth now, I found this fascinating, how expensive being sleep deprived is. So in the U.S., it's $411 billion a year. That's what sleep deprivation costs. And I was just curious. So I looked up Australia and it's $66 billion. That's a lot of money just from being sleep deprived. (laughs) That is. The reason that that affects our wealth and our bottom line is because now when you're sleep deprived, you're not able to process the day's activity. You're not Mm -hmm. able to make those connections inside your brain of learning new information and you're not going to be as sharp. So you're having a decrease in your memory, a decrease in your judgment, your mood and your productivity. If you wanted to sum this all up, this is decreasing your emotional intelligence. And that's big because there's a cognitive side of that. And that's going to make you more impulsive to not make as good decisions when it comes to maybe your day-to-day business choices. It's going to decrease behaviors. Your focus is going to decrease. And if you're like me, sometimes you get down the rabbit hole when it comes to social media or looking at YouTube or those other type of things. And that's taking you away from being productive in your business. And the other big piece of that puzzle right there for your emotional intelligence is that there's going to be less activity in your prefrontal cortex and 
in simple terms, that is just where our decisions are made and our emotions are expressed. So this leads to your senses, your perceptions, and your judgments being off. So every facet of your life, just going by these facts here, you can see that sleep has its fingers on every single facet of your life right mm. there. Incredible. And absolutely. I mean, when we're not feeling 100% um, cognitively and just yeah, physically, it really can take us so much longer to perform an activity. Whereas if we're fresh, we don't have any interruptions. I mean, that's all very important too. Then the tasks that we set ourselves can sometimes be be completed far quicker and in a far better, you know, optimal performance. So I can certainly agree with those. So what are some things that we need to do? I mean, obviously get more sleep is one, but for, for people who mm -hmm. are maybe even getting less than six hours on a regular mm -hmm. basis, what are some things that we need to start to do really to, to because from, for some of us, we just need to create some better habits now and start to give ourselves more time to sleep. That news might've been a little scary to some who aren't as familiar with those stats mm. concerning sleep. But the best news of all of this is that sleep is 100% in our control. Oftentimes sleep is an issue with habits and behaviors and creating routines. And the first big rock, so there's a lot of methods, there's a lot of strategies you can do to improve your sleep. But the easiest one, the big domino, is to decrease your nighttime exposure to light. The reason why you want to do that is because there's a the blue light, the bright lights that are given off on our screens and our computers, they actually suppress our melatonin, which is the hormone that is responsible and plays the biggest part in signaling to our brain that it's time to go to sleep. So when you're getting all this bright light and stimulation to you, you're throwing off your biological clock and you're making it harder to fall asleep. And so oftentimes, this is one of the big reasons why even if you did get seven, eight hours of sleep, if you were on your screens up until you went to bed, the quality of your sleep probably wasn't as good. And that's the reason why you probably woke up a little groggy and just not feeling refreshed, even though you had eight hours of sleep. So in a perfect world to handle this, the first thing is to establish a electronic curfew. I like 60 to 90 minutes, but I understand we're ambitious entrepreneurs here. And sometimes you got to work almost until it's time to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. One of the easiest things you can do for your screens is to download a program called F-Lux. And that's for your screens. And it's beneficial because it's going to decrease the lighting on your screens as it gets darker. So for me, it gets dark in Nashville around 7, 30, 8 o'clock right now, which is 17, 1800. As the sun goes down, my screen dims with it once you put in your location. So that's a really cool thing. So right now, my screen is not blue right now. My screen is like a reddish orangish just to coincide with the time and the rhythm of the sun. Hmm. So that's F Lux, F for Fred. L for Larry, U for Umbrella, X for Xylophone. Correct. Excellent. I didn't know that. That is handy. And that's for your, your I, screen, but also maybe for your computer or more for your mobile devices. Oh, this is for your computer. I think they have it for iPhones, but I'm not sure about Android. But okay. there are other programs out there similar, mm. so it shouldn't be a problem for those with different phones. Yeah, great. Another thing to even go above and beyond that is the blue blocking glasses. And this is handy because if you're a designer or some kind of creative person, this lighting will throw off your colors or you just mm -hmm. want to watch TV a little bit. These blue blocking glasses blocks that blue light that's going to come out from you. And it's going to give your eyes a break and also not affect your melatonin. And you're just going to wear these glasses while you're watching TV or doing your normal activities while still ensuring that you're going to get a good quality night of rest. 
And a lot of these glasses don't look good. So the best brand I've seen so far and that I like and use is a brand called Swannies. And that's S-W-A-N-N-I-E-S. And those are blue blocking glasses. Oh, I haven't heard of those either. So there, there's an opportunity for a business to go into into business, design some really good looking blue blocking glasses. <laughs> these are pretty. These are pretty cool. Like mm. I, I like those glasses. If you get bored one day, if you go on Amazon, you will see some really not cool looking glasses. Like yeah. these glasses, you can can get away with walking out in public in. Oh, and not okay. Get so you would take some stairs. selfies with that one, not the other ones though. There's no way you'd be sharing them on Instagram that you're wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are definitely selfie approved. Oh, good, excellent. <laughs> So that was the first big one is to improve your relationship with light at nighttime hmm. just because of that effect that it has on your melatonin. The second one is to give yourself a caffeine curfew. This is a tough one, I know, for all, <laughs> all us coffee and tea lovers out there. <laughs> but the thing is with coffee or just caffeine in general is that the reason why it keeps you alert is because it's blocking a lot of different receptors in your body, in particular adenosine. Mm -hmm. And that's the signal to your body that you're getting tired. Caffeine is blocking that. And so that's going to prolong your alertness. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes nighttime, you can't go to sleep because you're still wired from the caffeine. And a lot of times people will say, oh, I stopped having coffee in the early evening. But the thing is, coffee has a, a long half-life, meaning that even if I had coffee at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. A few hours later, it's mm -hmm. still going to be in my system. So it takes coffee around six to eight hours to get out of your system. And so that's why I, I like to have an early afternoon cutoff with coffee. That's interesting. Okay. All right. <laughs> the third one's going to be developing a stress management strategy. And so to me, this is one of the biggest issues for people oftentimes not getting good sleep is because they got a lot of stuff on their mind. Mm. They're stressing out maybe about their business. They're stressing about what they have to do the next day. And this is a central key component. And a couple strategies to do with this is the first thing in the morning is to expose yourself to light. And in particular, I would highly advise people to expose themselves to getting some sunlight early in the morning. The sun is good because it, it gives you vitamin D. And vitamin D is good for your mood, and it's also going to help stop the melatonin production in the morning because you don't want a bunch of melatonin around when you're early in the morning, you're getting ready to start working. So that's going to stop that cycle, and that's going to promote more of the alert cycle to get you going. Another option at nighttime in particular is to have some journaling, do a little journaling just to maybe write down your list of what you need to take care of for tomorrow. So you come into the next day not feeling overwhelmed and that's going to alleviate some of the anxiety. And that's also a way for you to get away from your screen close an hour before going to bed so you can write. So that's mm -hmm. part of making a ritual, a routine at nighttime. And meditating, which has been huge for me, and I, I think it's great for all entrepreneurs out there just to give our minds 10 minutes or so just to quiet down, to check in, to see how we're doing. Because a lot of times we're spreading ourselves thin and sometimes neglecting our own health because we're so busy taking care of everything else. And exercising, 
last but not least, exercising is a great way to relieve some stress. If I could have it my way, I would have everyone exercise earlier in the day just because exercising late at night, closer to bedtime, does interfere with the majority of people's sleep. So make sure to have a distance of some hours before if you're going to work out later in the day and to your sleeping. One thing that I did, and I can't remember where, whether I read this or heard this, is that the topic of catching up on sleep. Is it possible that if we do leave our time, like going on holiday or something like that, or, or even on the weekend, if we have some rituals around, you know what, these are the times where I really will make sure that I get extra sleep and really step away from the screen. Is it possible to ever catch up on sleep? that we might have deprived ourselves of? If it's a few days, mm. then yes. But if we're talking three months of low number of sleep and then just trying to massively catch up on that, sure. that's a little more difficult. Mm. That's a little more difficult. But over the short run, yes, I, I believe you can catch up on your sleep a little bit as mm. long as it's not that big of a debt because things do happen and it's not like the body is after one week just going to completely break apart. Mm. You'll feel some effects of being sleep deprived after a few days, but it's not enough to just completely wreck your whole health and it is i mean we do need to be mindful and start making some of these changes and maybe adopting some some of those steps first rather than doing the whole lot because this really brings us beautifully segues into the next point you know the number one factor for why people don't stay consistent with their health goals and how can we immediately prevent this problem for instance if we've heard some great insights that you shared what do we need to know or start to do so that we can make changes that we continue that we we're consistently adopting so that we can have that great awareness and, and make sure we're getting enough sleep so based on experience of just working with a lot of people the biggest issue that people have is the lack of a system that leads to them being overwhelmed mm. and oftentimes biting off more than they can chew just not having something that is sustainable maybe it works for a week but as soon as the minor issue, the minor problem or unexpected obstacle that comes up in their life, it just completely ruins mm. the system that they had toward that healthy lifestyle. And the solution, easily enough, is to, I try to tell people to, just to think of running your body like a business. So how would you run a business? It's the same way of when it comes to treating your health and wellness, is to just treat it like a business. In your business, you're going to schedule everything most likely. You're going to potentially look ahead to some things and see how long certain tasks will take, or you're going to maybe look ahead and think about certain problems or obstacles that can get in your way. And this is the same way that you need to think about it when it comes to getting good sleep, when it comes to exercising, is to actually schedule your exercise into your calendar, schedule your sleep into your calendar. And the reason why is because when you write things down, it becomes more real to you. There's a greater sense of a commitment. It's not just something that's just floating around in your head, but it's something tangible that you can see. I advise people to, at the beginning of every week, to schedule out their health and business together. So most of us have a certain time that we like to do our creative work. So for me, I I like to do my creative, I like to do my writing because that's my top priority. So I do my writing early in the morning. So that's all blocked off in the morning, Monday through Saturday, already taken care of. And then I think about how many times I'm going to work out. And then that's going to be a different color on my calendar. And then my sleep is consistent. So I have that another different color and that's marked for seven days. And then the various meetings of sorts 
or other personal engagements with friends or other events, that's also into the calendar as well. But this sense of organization, it's great not only because it keeps you accountable and it helps you be consistent, but it also is going to alleviate a lot of stress. Yes. And it's also it's taking away anxiety. And it's also putting you into a proactive mode instead of just reactive. Mm -hmm. So you're dictating your day. And so you're going to get a lot more done from a productivity standpoint. So you're not going to need to work those extra hours at night because you're going to be so much more organized throughout the day. I think that's key because I know for me, if I look at what's the biggest trigger that will have me derail a plan, you know, and a, and a process that I want to follow. And it is around that stress management. And, and then if I backtrack, okay, well, what are some things that have me stressed? Well, when I'm not organized, when things come at me, you know, I need to shut down the email, things like that. We recognize what's going to trigger us or what's going to ha have us derail our, our process and then look at, okay, what do we need to put around that so that, that that's not going to happen? But I love, you know, being organized, having things in place, booking things in the calendar, very important and then it's just a process follow the process take the right action steps but for sure when we're talking about developing a peak performing mindset mindset has so much impact doesn't it around transformation and, and change that's life-changing that's long-lasting life-changing speak a little bit more about how we can start to develop a peak performing mindset this has been a big interest of mine over the last year or so in terms of just growing in all facets of my life. This has been a, a weak area for me. It was a running joke with friends and stuff that I was a well-old machine, like a sports car on the outside, but I had a very broken, old, beat-up engine. Mm. Meaning that on the outside, it was very strong, it looked very capable, but the inside, the core was not matching what the external was showing. Yeah. And that was always going to put a cap on my potential. And this stems from having a limiting belief. As I say, it's being careful of the narratives that you tell yourself on a daily basis. So a lot yeah. of times there's these internal dialogues, these stories are going on through our, our head on a daily basis. And we can't stop those stories from appearing, but we can catch them and not let them run free. Because those stories, if we let them run free and not take notice of them, they have a way of manifesting in our external world through a myriad of different ways. Whether that's self-sabotaging ourselves, whether that's not pursuing something because of fear or doubt. And so we really have to get that mindset centered. So after you have the limiting beliefs and you, you have, you're working on that and you're being more mindful in that regard, I like to think of four things to develop this mindset then. And, you know, if you look at any high performer, whether it's in athletics, whether it's in business or any other endeavor, the first thing that they always have is that they're very crystal clear on their vision. Where are they going and why do they want that goal? And so this is the same for your health and business. These two things intersect. And so you're going to write out a vision of your health. So how do you want your body to look? How do you want your body to feel? What kind of characteristics are you going to have as a person? And the same thing with your business. Where do you see your, your business going? How does your business feel? What kind of impact are you doing? You're getting super detailed on this. And I think it's great to keep this around every day to just take a few minutes every day and just to review that vision of where you're going. And then the next thing is to not rely solely on how you feel to determine if you're going to take action or not. 
because a lot of times we're not going to feel like exercising or we're not going to feel like writing a blog post or recording a podcast or emailing this person or making a sales call. We just don't feel like it because our brain likes to keep us comfortable. That's its job. You know, that's how we survive throughout all these years as humans is to seek comfort and security. But we can't do that when we're trying to grow and be our most ambitious entrepreneurial self. And so you have to separate those things. And that's why going back to what we mentioned earlier, creating this system where you don't have to rely on your willpower, you show up and do the habit regardless because you've created that system. You've thought about those things that could potentially stop you, as you mentioned earlier. And so you have that into your system. And the next thing is to create that game plan based off that vision. So odds are the vision of where you want it to be and where you currently are, there might be a separation right now. And sometimes it can get deflating if you're thinking about that big goal on a daily basis, which is why it's great to break that down into micro goals, mm -hmm. things you could do on a day-to-day -day basis that can leave you feeling like a winner at the end of the day, because that's going to build momentum and motivation for you to keep going on those days when you don't feel like it. And it's going to help you see progress. The last thing on this one is to just seek the discomfort that gives you the greater ROI. So to me, there's a pain and cost no matter what you're going to choose. Every decision we have, every decision that we do on a daily basis, there's a cost to that. And there's some kind of pain. And to me, pain and cost of poor health leads to lower quality of life down the road. Or you can choose the pain and cost of being uncomfortable right now. And that's getting out of your comfort zone. That's maybe saying no a few more times so you can get those seven hours of sleep at least or so you can get to the gym however many times that you committed to. It's the pain of cost of not making the sales calls and then down the road you didn't reach your goals and so you're beating yourself up for that because you chose the other pain. Whereas if you chose the pain of embracing the new and uncomfortable activities – that would give you the bigger ROI down the road, you're going to end up a lot happier. So to sum that all up, it's to just always think of the long term and not get sucked into just the short term victories, but to think about the big encompassing vision that you have. Wise words. For some people, if we're not listening to the subtle signs and obviously taking the right action step, many that you've shared today are just fantastic. We can start to implement. The body has a, a weird way of saying, you know what, if you're not going to take control, I'll take control for you. And uh, then when our body you know, starts to speak to us, for some of us, then we have, uh, we have to make a choice. So we would rather make the choice ourselves rather than become ill and then have to, to do that. Julian, you've just shared so many incredible insights, very important ones, ones I know for many of us who are just you know, passionate about growing our business, sleep, and it's like, oh, okay, need to start doing this. How can we find out more information about uh, how you can support us? You can just go to my home base, as I call it, at theartoffitnessinlife.com, and you'll see plenty of articles. You'll have links to my columns. I have a weekly column at Inc., mm -hmm. where I write all about the concept of running your body like a business. And if you want to go ahead and get started on transforming your mind and body, I have a free giveaway and it's, you can just go to the art of fitness slash fitness for busy entrepreneurs. And there you'll get a free cheat sheet 
that covers the six pillars and it has two quick action steps that you can immediately take. And over the next seven days, you'll also get lessons as well to not only make you a more productive entrepreneur, but to make you a healthier entrepreneur. Very important. I certainly encourage you to sign up or get access to those and we'll put the link on the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Julian. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It was a pleasure to be here. Glad to do it anytime. Fantastic. That takes us to the end of another show. Please go and uh, catch up with Julian and check out the resources. And of course, if you want to get started on uh, on that program and he's got some great action steps to get those. All you need to do is go to the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES208, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES208. We'll have all of the details there so that you can click through. If this is the first time you're joining us today, welcome. It really has been an honor i know that you've learned a lot and yes we all do need to get more sleep i know i i certainly do and i'll be implementing some of these as well if you haven't already subscribed you don't want to miss out on other guest experts that we have on the show all you need to do is just go to that link to our show notes and all of the ways that you can subscribe to the show are listed there as well thanks again julian and have a great day Have you enjoyed listening to the show and have thought about creating your own podcast so you too can become an influential voice in your industry, but you just don't know where to start? I've created a special gift just for you. It's my free mini training, Podcasting with Purpose, where you'll learn what you need to do to stand out, be heard, and influence your audience from your very first podcast. I'm also giving you my step-by-step podcast production workflow checklist, including the tools I use, as well as a checklist of no-cost and low-cost tools to get you started. To access, go to annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. That's annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.